0: All right, all right, all right, fine. I'll be a gracious host. How you
1: doing? Little Mermaid know. is the scariest Disney movie by far, though. Why the hell is Aceblade in oh your Kickstarter? <laughs> <laughs> Some comics. Are we gonna. I'm getting controversial today. We're gonna get controversial today with with. My,
2: my proudest moment is this interview and being able to talk to you too. I'm
0: just letting it breathe first. I'm letting it breathe.
1: Oh. <laughs> I was about to say, what did I do? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, Tours Comics, in collaboration with Fourth Wall Production, proudly brings to you the Four Tales podcast. I'm your host, Kyron Silva, from Tours Comics. Across the way is the Armathine author of Ace Blade, Danny J. Quick, and together we are your two award-winning Blurred comic creators, here to help you find your next favorite comic. We are live on Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, and host of other programs, so if you're listening or watching us live, thank you for your support. But don't forget to like, subscribe, share, and review this podcast because all your positive reviews, interactions help us reach a bigger audience. What's up, man? Another day,
1: another podcast. You good? Hey, what is the definition of Armathine? <laughs> you don't know either. <laughs> you don't
0: know either. <laughs> don't know either. <laughs> I might have said it wrong. Amarithin. I don't dang it. Here oh, I'm going. Amar- yes. uh no. It's got a Y in it. No, it doesn't. You're thinking about amethyst. amethyst. It's, it's A M A R A N T H I N E. It's a m a r a n t h i n e
1: It's Amaranth. Amaranth-, Amaranth- Amaranthian, I'm a, this gonna this gonna <laughs> bug me all day. Because first of all, I've never heard that word. Second of all,
2: it's a color. Uh,
1: I appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. A woman that's... of amaranthian loveliness the of purplish red color. I like it. Okay, let's see. You <sighs> so you did more rec- you did more research than me already, and the show just started. Well, mm-hmm.
0: that's sad because you had like a whole week to research and. I'm
1: disappointed now. Yeah, we're both we're both continuously <laughs> disappointed in me because <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh the Cody thing, huh?
0: <laughs>
1: Wait, okay. Wait, how far away is Cody from you? About ninety minutes. About ninety minutes from me. I talked uh, to him. I did. I, I sent him a message as soon as you sent me that message. I sent him a message. And I was like, I noticed that his commissions were open. So I was like, hey, you know, send me a price sheet. I didn't know that you were in Greenville. You know, he's literally 90 minutes from here. I go to Greenville Mm once a month for work. So, uh, (laughs) (laughs) sorry, this is
0: a side conversation Danny and I had. There's an amazing artist named Cody Conyer, uh, who lives 90 miles away from Danny. And Danny has never worked with this man, done anything with him. And they're both in the same state, not that far away. I I, I
1: follow him. I follow my lover's art. I see his stuff all the time. Amazing, you know. I always want to. He's one of those that I'm always like, oh man, if I, when I get a chance, I'm a commissioner. But the added, the added fact that he's literally 90 minutes away has has literally just bumped him all the way to the top of the list. I'm like, bro, there's no reason I've I've never reached out to this dude, but he like, never he reached did, out to me. So.
0: What it sounds like, there's a, a lack of communication there that you guys just don't interact with each other, don't see each other. So yeah, uh, you know. yeah.
1: He um he's he's he like uh unlike our guest today, um sticks sticks to art. Uh he he usually <laughs> just posts his art. You know he'll you know throw it out there. But our guest today is is he likes to commentate stuff. He likes to to be uh, social on on people's feeds and and to uh, send shots out uh sometimes wow. that that uh that are are kind of hurtful
0: but he's you know. see thing i could see him right there in the corner he is like mad already <laughs> like i feel like if this was face to face he, he'd already punch you by now and i don't know uh, why it probably would have he probably would have okay. yeah. i mean you you you, know, you, you you've hyped him up so much do you want to introduce him then
1: no nah, that's I, I know he's a, a big fan of of mark henry who is uh, one of my favorite wrestlers of all time i know that uh just exactly. just on a little, a little uh, research. I've seen that he is a, uh, a a sports fan, a comic book collector, and uh, I I say the one of the things that I'm proud of uh, from him is that he has put out ten issues of his own comic book, the Afro Avenger, and he is none other than the Kevin Chapman, aka Mr. Chap Daddy. <laughs> Thank you.
2: <laughs> Welcome to the show, brother. Uh, thank okay. you, man. First of all, audience, who's ever watching? Uh, Mark Henry is not my favorite wrestler. <laughs> and, uh, okay, thank brother. God, because I
0: was going to ask you if that was true.
2: Yeah, my best I was like, it, has to
1: look like Mark Henry. Oh, Mark okay, Henry. okay. That's what that was. Okay, <laughs> never mind. Okay.
0: I was going to no, say, because if mind. you're all like, I love Mark Henry, then I was going to ask you if you love Mae Young, and then I was just. No. Nah,
2: man, like, he just had to look like Mark Henry, like I cool, Like Mark Henry,
0: so okay. that's oh, a joke. It, Danny. See? You
2: know what? <laughs> okay, man, I apologize.
0: <laughs> Well, now I got to know, who is your favorite wrestler? Because I'm a huge wrestler fan, so I want to know.
2: Favorite wrestler of all time? I mean, I, I can go with the cop-out answer and say the rod, but Sting, well, man, right answer. after that's Sting, right true. after Crow came out and he thought he was Crow Sting. Like, that... <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't tell me nothing Close, about the Floating <laughs> <loading laughs> out of the rafters, floating out of the rafters. just coming down, had to in his hand like you, like dude. You talking about something? You couldn't tell me nothing about stain. That he was wild, was, wow. was it? I'm was so surprised. In, uh, he
0: is still wrestling, and he's like 60.
2: He was at um, yeah, he was got,
1: at Raleigh Raleigh um Galaxy Con a couple weeks ago.
2: He he's at he's on he's AW right checked.
1: now yeah you need to yeah. definitely trying to get that check
2: hey, He trying to get build. that check Listen, people that people that still wrestle in their 60s get that first build that they don't wrestle for you know what I mean <laughs> and, and they know like I need to, I need to keep
0: going <laughs> that's that's Ric Flair right there he's what almost 80 still wrestling right he just had his last match I'm like come on man you had your last match 20 years ago come on
2: why do you think, why do you think Brett Fire played that he was almost like 97 you know what I mean like <laughs> He got that first. He got that first cable bill. Thinking about retirement, he was like, "Nah, I'm cool."
1: These dudes, I think these dudes are just either not well paid or financially irresponsible. Like one of a- both. Both mm-hmm. <laughs> definitely Next financially question. irresponsible. <laughs> yeah. Both. Both. <laughs> Next question.
2: <All laughs> right. a Four hundred one k in wrestling anywhere. <laughs> no. Terrible.
0: all right. So let's properly introduce you, Kevin. You are the creator, writer, artist of Afro Venger and The Movement. Um, You have 10 issues of Afrovenger and one issue of The Movement right now? Yes. Okay, so Inquiring Minds want to know how the hell you got 10 issues of one book out and, well, basically, (laughs) how the hell you got 11 issues out on your own when most people struggle to get one issue out?
2: Tell us us your Uh, uh, (sighs) thoughts. Consistency, man. Like, it's consistency. And, you know, ego a little bit. No, you know, not, I think not just, you, not you, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> Let the man finish the
0: sentence before you get oh, into my. it. Come on, I'm on, I'm on, okay, go
2: ahead. <laughs> a little, a little bit of ego because somebody told me I couldn't do it, and so you know, it's like one of things, like, all right, <laughs> so you know, just just, just consistency, man, and just like just being able to tell my story or you know, certain comic books that I like and tell the story way and see my vision on paper and stuff like that. So just consistency. There's something I've been wanting to do something in the third grade. So All right. that's it, man. All right. So what
0: is Afro Avenger? What is the movement for anybody that hasn't read your books?
2: Well, the Afro Avenger is essentially about a young man. I kind of like molded him off for of like the one question, like Mark Millar do this thing. But like, he always wrote a question about each of his characters create he created. And I did the same thing. I said, you know, what if Shaft was Batman? And essentially just kind of took that concept and, like, molded it and, like, just, you know, just obviously did my research and just what I wanted my superhero to be like. And when I tell you when I first created him, he was trash. And so to refine him, to rework him, to be something, I said, and yeah, Batman. Man and Shaft kind of don't mix for me. So I was like, okay, what if Daredevil was Shaft? And I'm like, huh, okay, that got a ring to it. But all in all, it's basically about a young man who sees his neighborhood and decides he wants to do something about it. Like, you know what I'm saying? No superpowers, he broke. I mean, like a master martial artist who's just taking his skills to the streets. Like, and you know, my whole thing about Afro Avenger, he was essentially a superhero. He doesn't join the big super team. He doesn't do the team ups. Nobody flies over his neighborhood. Like, none of that. Like, he keeps it strictly to where he's from. He doesn't care about the big world's problem because, you know, he's one of the superheroes who's tired of sitting on the sideline. How many of us have sat in a conversation where you heard, you know, we should do something about this that's going on in the streets. We should do something about this. We should do something about that. And nobody never does anything. It's just a bunch of suggestions getting tossed around. Afro Avengers the opposite of that. He decides to actually get up and do something. And as far as the movement go, I read the X Men my entire life, and I wanted to tell the story from a different perspective. Like, what if like a group of people had group of superpowers, and they were tired being becoming test subjects and prodded on, and and becoming weapons and stuff like that. Decide they want to just take their power, help people just like them by any means necessary. So that's definitely the short end, end version of you know both my stories. Nice, nice.
0: Now, do my research, and I maybe I saw this wrong, but I saw that you've been making comics since 2006. Is that right? Oh, 2015, I've been making comics. 2015. Okay, your LinkedIn says 2006. So you you
2: want to? Well, yeah. It, I mean, I. I lost my password to LinkedIn. We're not good. I was about uh, to
1: say, because I couldn't, I couldn't even get into I saw the link for your LinkedIn, but I, I thought you had me blocked. I was like, what? <laughs> he
2: See,
0: he did have uh, me blocked. Have, That's the problem.
2: <laughs> you had nah, me blocked block block even before you lost the password. Dang, bro. Man, listen, man. The, the, moment I saw, the moment I saw Danny, you know what I'm saying, shooting shots, TikTok, you know what I'm saying, and twerking for Ace Blade, I said, I would wow. never <laughs> block this man you gotta stand on anything. <laughs> Wait, we need
0: twerking for Ace Blade as a hashtag going forward.
2: <laughs> twerking for Ace Blade. I said, you know what? This man is just like me. He was to do almost anything to sell his books. That's what Gotta suck. do it. Gotta do it. True,
1: man.
0: All right. Well, since you've been doing things since 2015, what are some of the things that you've found that you've maybe made mistakes on that you've learned from in this past seven years?
2: Oh, uh, my first four books being no script, it was just all just ideas. I just wanted to like put like, let me get it out there. Let me do it this way. This kind of story I want to tell. Obviously, it shows in the first four books that like you know, like I was basically just going off of, oh, this would be cool. This will be cool. I gotta I gotta follow up with this. I gotta make sure it connects and stuff like that. And then I think, which is why me and Javon kind of clicked so well. It's just not teaming up with people. It's kind of like one of my bigger mistakes. And a lot of it's not like, you know, like, I don't want to team up with people. It was like, I'm very like, I need X, Y, and Z done by, you know, boom. And just waiting on other people has always been my Achilles was Like, I don't like waiting on people. So that's why I do a lot of my things myself. Like, you need a cover? Cool. You want to, like, collab on, like, some promotional art? Dope. Like, just working on books together is one of the, was one of the things that like I still want to meet somebody that you know I can collect like hey I want to get done by June let's get done by June and that moving forward like that but as far as that is like I mean like and just you know my personal just delays pushing the book back like when I don't want to or if I have to obviously financially I do everything myself so it's like just pushing the book back that's all uh. You you know, it's just just the life of a solo. You know, creator essentially.
1: That's that's tough, man. That's one of the things that kind of makes me. Even though you know, we 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 talk all the time about you know the pride that we take in in being indie and in being independent, and how mm-hmm. much of a hustle it is. But you feel like if you worked for you know one of the big two or or Image or somebody like that who could well not necessarily Image, but um, you know somebody who has you know, editors on on payroll mm-hmm. stuff people who have like staff that are doing nothing but sitting and writing and drawing, um, that you can stay more on on um you know, you can stay more consistent.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And um uh, but even but we see all the time that, you know, even Superman's book gets <laughs> if Superman book can get delayed, anybody's book can get delayed. You know what <laughs> I mean? Yeah. Um so that's one of the frustrations, man. Just um and, and I'm with you. Like, I like to – that's why I learned how to letter by myself. I learned how to, you know, I learned how to do uh, graphic design. I learned how to do as much of stuff as I can do on my own mm. so that I didn't have to depend on other people. But still, me, like now, right now, Ace Blade number six, everything is done except for my part. Like, I'm not, I'm the only <laughs> thing holding Ace Blade number six back from being done. Literally, <laughs> it's, just, it's just me. And because – You know, we've talked about I'm in here trying to build this escape room. I'm trying to do this. I'm trying to do that. Mm. Um, I just don't have the time to do it myself. So sometimes you how do you how do you get over that? You know, that hesitancy to lean on other people, because I could have I could have paid any I could have paid Danny Cooper to do letters on this book. So and it will be done by now. But, you know, just my my pride, you know, my Mm -hmm. my ego wanting to do it myself is is getting in the way so how do you find the balance between that and you know your your hesitancy to
2: uh work with other people it's man it's it's, it's like let me pair it, let me start by saying this i'm no bigger than any indie creator out there but i say that to say this it's like i would love to see like like danny i would love to work with danny and my passion to work with Danny is is because Danny has his road paved already. So it's like us working together with a commonality where, like, our balances of what we do will match versus somebody who I feel like only has half the work done. And it's kind of mm-hmm. like, yeah, man, I got this cool character, man. He wears a cape, man. You can figure it out the rest. Like, no, like, <laughs> wait a minute, man. Like, <laughs> that sounds exactly what Danny pitches to me all the time, though. <laughs> That's
1: eerily similar
2: to so something yeah, I mean, said, the chiro. So it's like, you know, I definitely just like, you know, like, I need somebody like with a work ethic like mine. It's, it's so tough. Like, Javon is another person. Like, I can see Javon and, me and him just like where like he does things himself. And a lot of times sure. he's like because he broke. He broke. However, <laughs> it's like don't let Javon, fool you. Javon like, balling out there, don't let, don't let Javon right, fool you. However, it's just you know what I'm saying, and then you just got to build a relationship because, like, I can't. We've all been behind tables. I'm, I'm assuming we all been behind tables at Comic Con or whatever. How many ideas have come across your tables? Like, hey man, I mm-hmm. need this, I need that, and you never hear from that person again. It's kind of like one, thing like you know, like if if I'm going to put my book to the side to help you then that means i must see something dope in what you have and like, like i said i like you said i can see if i had other people you know oh this dude's writing drawing african for me this dude is doing the movement for me and stuff like that. but i don't i don't have that luxury so for me to put my book to the side to work on your project i obviously see something or feel like you are far along enough where like you know i'm gonna make sure he get, a, get ahead of the game absolutely
0: So, what's the biggest struggle that you've had over the years since you are producing everything on your own? Then is it just yourself, or is it finances? Like,
2: it's myself. myself. It's my it's myself. It's them dollars. It's like you know, I mean, like you know, I work a nine to five, like you know, so it's like just. I think what pumped out the tennis shoes so fast for me was, was my old job. I used to do the overnights, where like nothing happened, so I was able to pump out like. Four or five pages a night and knock them out, get them done, whatever the case may be. Now, working, you know, nine to five essentially, it's tough to find that time and that balance to like finish and complete, you know, pages to my satisfaction because I'm a, you know, quote unquote, you know, perfectionist a little bit. So it's like, I think it's more of that versus finances because, like, you know, with Comics Wellspring, which I'm assuming everybody should be going to at this point right now, um, <laughs> it's like, you know, like they got great deals and great prices. So it's, it's never the finance thing, it's just more so just finding the time and balance to like make sure that pages is done to my satisfaction.
0: Hmm. Sorry, I, I was thinking I do use Comics Wellspring, but I had another printer before I started using them that they went out of business and I actually liked them a lot more. Hmm. I missed them because they had they had some good deals. Anyways, um now as a writer and artist, you basically can do anything you want on your book, right? How many times as you're creating your book though, do you think, man, this is dumb? I, I need to switch this up. Like, how often do you go back and just change something
2: that you already have planned for that? Oh, um, I think I, think I, I do it like I've had like plenty of covers where I did that, or i was like, like, end of the story was like, I guess I got to redo these last five pages because that's kind of. I think the biggest change that if people ever get the book was Afro Avenger Issue 5 Afro Avenger Issue 5 was originally supposed to be a reunion book like a a, a, a a past love entry for Afro Avengers, supposed to come back to his hometown and stuff like that whatever the case may be and then Philando Castile got murdered and I com- okay. completely changed the dynamics of that story to kind of tackle that issue head on a little bit with you know just just telling the story through my perceptions just like what us as a community feels like you know what i'm saying like when we go through that so essentially just like rewriting that whole story reworking it to like tell that was probably like um, my biggest change and obviously me personally one of my proudest changes that i've done in like all my books so okay
1: yeah um you i i know and morgan morgan is more in that vein um similar to you man mm-hmm. i know y'all like to speak up on 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 topics you know social on social media i try i always i'm i always have a hesitancy to talk about mm-hmm. stuff because i don't i don't always feel like i know what i'm talking about if you if you Absolutely. get what i'm saying like mm-hmm. when i say this don't don't be don't be agreeing with that I I I know I know what I'm talking about but I don't have the confidence to put you know what my thoughts are out there on certain stuff especially like uh controversial mm-hmm. issues and and stuff like that but you right. and you know like I said Morgan y'all y'all don't have a problem with that because and it you know to me like, I admire that because, you know, that's that's one of the things that I struggle with, because I it's not that I care about backlash from people. I don't care about, right. you know, I don't I don't care about that stuff. It's just that I know that my words have effect on even even if it's five or six people like me saying mm-hmm. something can, can could be the thing that sways a person to believe one way or another. Um, right. So how do you how do you take how do you have that confidence in you to, you know, to. You know, even if you're wrong sometimes. And, you know, you would be wrong sometimes. Uh, to, wow. Wait, say, don't insult our guests. They won't on, come back on. To say what's on your mind. And, um, you know, just roll with it and learn and grow from that. I mean, we all be wrong sometimes. So just the learning and the growth from that. I'm never wrong. I don't
2: know what you're talking about. My wife said I'm <laughs> never wrong. I mean, you got a San Francisco t-shirt on, so you already wrong. Anyway.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> all right. So, Danny, what's going on, man?
1: <laughs> terrible, <laughs> terrible! You can't, be, uh, bro, you can't be, you can't, man. You can't be kicking the guests off the show like I already. can. You, you, you insult out. my
0: Niners, I can't.
1: <laughs> already, already sent the email out
0: to people. gonna be on the show. You can't just kick about out. <laughs> Fine, we'll give it a warning. <laughs> oh man,
2: man. Uh, no bills. Um. <laughs> These hit go Bills. Um, yeah. <laughs> These <Yeah>. Go Bills. <laughs> go. Yeah. You go. Uh,
0: <laughs> so, so
2: you know, <laughs> to, to, to answer to answer Danny's question, um, I think, I think I just like I don't like because a lot of people say that like, I find this my duty. I don't find this my duty. I just feel like you know, if I don't speak on it sometimes, it just, it makes me feel like I'm part of the blind, which I don't want to be, I guess. And it's like, it's not even like a fear stand on the side. Because like like you, I don't care about the backlash or anything like that. It's just like, I don't want to sit on the sideline and then type in my social media post, hashtag Black Lives Matter. That just sounds goofy. And it's just like, you know, that's always been my gripe with people anyway. It's just like, you know, I, I'm not saying I want anybody personally, but it's just like, you know, somebody like, you know, who takes a picture at a protest and like, they never t- took one at a protest effort. Like, you, you see what I'm saying? It's like, I'm not going to sit there and, you know, promote, oh, my character is ultra black and, and you know, and then, you know, not, not speak on, you know, the things that like, that matter most to me. And it's like, you know what I'm saying? Like people like me are genocidally being murdered. There, there's, that's not even like a, a sweep under the rug topic. It's like, like it. granted, yeah. prior to the slap, prior to the slap, you know, we will always listen to what Will Smith had to say. And prior to the slap, he said like something like powerful that makes sense. Racism hasn't changed; it's just being filmed now, and mm-hmm. that's just the reality. And it's like, you know, what I'm saying, like, who am I to like this? Care with this platform that I'm trying to build for myself is you know, saying like, you know, here's a powerful black character that's not going to get in front of the reality of what we go through on in the world. Obviously, when people read comics, they want to get away from that, but it's like, if my character is based in reality, who happened to be African American, he just magically lives in the one neighborhood doesn't have that, mm-hmm. like, what, what am I putting out there in my books where people see that and kind of go, that's kind of corny. And so, yeah, I I just I just find it, you know, powerful to me to speak on that through my characters because you know, nobody you know, little old Kevin Chapman, but I'm pretty sure it's gonna be a group of people that listen to Afro And that's how just how I take it. Yeah. Now a lot of us um
0: As over the years we grow as creators, we grow, you know, from our experiences Mm -hmm. and our mistakes. I mean, obviously, you did not grow from being a Buffalo Bills fan, but we grew in other ways. So, where do you feel like you've grown the most as a creator, um, with your artwork or your writing, or or again, not with the Buffalo Bills, but as a creator in general? Where do you think you've grown the most? I'm gonna bring that them. in as much as possible
2: now. <laughs> That's cool because i've I've grown most to most. I've grown the most to realize that my franchise didn't mortgage a future on the quarterback who played one season. Um. So, oh, oh. <laughs> um, so he looked good last night, didn't he? He looked
0: good last oh, night. Yeah, okay. I mean, who who, who, who? who? I
2: mean, how many quarterbacks? That's good against vanilla defenses. Like hey, hey, anyway. hey, um,
0: <laughs> my boy was four or five and and had a touchdown. I, I just need, I don't need him to be a Josh Allen. I don't need him to be Tom Brady. I just need him to pass the ball to Debo. I mean, we yeah, had, you know, and, and, had Jimmy according, G. According he can't be worse than that. Okay, according. I <laughs> I don't, like to Jimmy lie, I don't, I don't,
1: don't know what happened to,
2: to Jimmy G. Bro, nothing happened to him. He was never good. That's the problem. <laughs> Listen, he was never good, but he got you out to a Super Bowl. Yes or no?
0: Our defense got us to the Super Bowl.
2: Oh,
0: our defense, our defense. i be down. <laughs> Look I at last damn. year, and Jimmy G just basically passed the ball to Debo, who was two yards behind the line of scrimmage, and Debo did everything else. Debo got us to there. George Kittle got us to there. Jimmy G never did anything
2: himself to get us there. So, so if so, Lance don't get y'all to the playoffs. That's that's a that's still good, right? No, because. <laughs> I rest my case We're not talking about trailer So so Kyron to answer your question uh, You know Where I've grown over the years Is is, um, I think my biggest thing that I've done Is try to find my own style as an artist Because like I think the best advice I think I said this on Javon's podcast um, The best advice I've ever gotten Was from Mike Zek. If you don't know who Mike Zach is, why you you know into comic books? Um, I showed him my portfolio. Danny's I was googling image. Mike Zach right now. Just so you know, uh-huh. Danny is googling Mike Zach right now. <laughs> I saw them fingers moving, <laughs> but Mike Zach, prolific, you know, Captain America artist, Punisher, and stuff like that. And I showed him my portfolio. Mind you, this is coming from a kid who grew up in the '90s, where the style of Image Comics ruled the world. And so I showed him my portfolio and he said, this is great work. Can I ask you something? I said, what, what is your name? I said, Kevin Chapman. He said, this is good. Do you want to be the next Jim Lee or the next Kevin Chapman? And that right, right there stuck with me to like, basically I was like, you know what? Find my own style, find my own growth, my own niche to what's comfortable for me and try to learn along the way become a better artist, better storyteller, like writing trying to like write scripts and stuff like that which is, I think this recently I put this on my Twitter, like I've never been so pissed off in my life when I found out each page of a script equals a minute. Yeah. it's That's like, you that know, like, yeah, it's like, you know, I'm like, oh, I got 30 pages. That's cool. And it's like, no. <laughs> so, but yeah, just like just learning, absorbing, like reading Ace Blade and reading Heat reading, like all the indies, like because you know, I my biggest thing is like, I know I talk a lot trash, but I don't, I never want to kick nobody in the toes. It was like, hey, you got that for me, or, or like, so just studying up on my <clears throat> on my companions and my, my competition, and just like growing as a, an artist, where it's like, where you look at Afro Venture, you be like, okay, Kev, I, I see when you're going with that, or that's cool, or, that's original, and stuff like that. So, yeah, it's just basically just being self taught and being a sponge.
0: Do you find yourself thinking one day you're going to have Afro Avenger or the movement as something like a TV show or a movie or even a cartoon series?
2: A TV show more so than a movie because, like, <clears throat> I think if Daredevil taught us anything, it's like the long format works. And um, I think it's it's one of those things that's like, like you know, I definitely want to see it as a TV show. I definitely Want to see him like in bigger media and stuff like that, and it's just it's just scary because like, cause man, sh- handshakes don't mean nothing no more. Contracts don't mean nothing no more. Man, you you got a thing like you you sell your you know prime example, Quibi. Everybody remember Quibi? Oh man, I, I, hmm. I shook hand I shook hands had a dinner meet with the people, with Quibi in September. Talking about they'll give me a four episode, old, you know miniseries shot they shut down in December. Shut down,
1: down, bro. I had I thought Quibi was <laughs> gonna be it bro. So <laughs> mm-hmm. I had some wasn't uh Trill
0: League Talk. supposed to be on Quibi too. Yeah Trilli
1: yeah, 50 Cent and um mm-hmm. I watched mm-hmm. I think uh Kevin Hart show was on there and um yeah. man I, I remember thinking that was gonna
2: be it I don't know mm-hmm. what what whatever ha- what happened with that it it do it just it, shut down. It, it just shut down. I got an email in the middle of December saying like you know sorry we can't continue anything further and you know good luck on your future endeavors. I'm like, bro, like right? if y'all knew this, why had it do with me? Right? <laughs> like like, like yeah, you know I mean like I'm pretty sure you didn't get the email forty eight hours ago and it was going cold. You knew this months month in advance. So but yeah, like I definitely want to see it like on you know on the big screen one day. Yeah, I think we will. We will.
1: Um, All right. So, Kyron, if you're ready, I'm ready. I'm ready. All right. So let's (laughs) let's do some quick takes
0: and now a word from our sponsor. And now back to the show.
1: All right. So all right. if you've seen if you haven't seen the show before, Quick Takes is a short rapid fire session where we grill our guests um, to answer five questions off the top of our head in 45 seconds. All right. Okay. So um, these are not these are not going to be as controversial as I usually go. We're going to keep it nice and PG this time. All right. all right. But Number question five is controversial. Yeah, number five, number five might be number five. And number four too, actually. But um, but uh no number six number too. Four? Number six is gonna be number six? We got a number six. We got um, a number six. I I know that uh you like me, you're a fan of the milestone universe. Um I you I believe you checked out the uh milestone generations uh documentary yes, a little while ago. Um so my yes, question for you. Is um, would you rather prefer to write or draw for Milestone if you had the chance? And which character would you write or draw for? Uh, write for hardcore, I mean, uh, hardware. hardware. Okay,
2: you write for hardware? Mm-hmm. I would mm-hmm.
1: imagine you would want to draw.
2: Nah, I write for hardware, i let I let Dennis Cowan take care of that. Yeah, yeah, I, f- I feel you on that. That's not that's not a bad answer. Okay, we can go to the next one. Get it. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> we can go to the next one. Yeah, we'll let, we'll let uh, Mr. Cowan
2: continue his. Uh, continue. <laughs> his, his yeah, I'm, I'm not about to take that greatness from that man. What you? You, you bugging? <laughs> right, <laughs> <man. You're> right <laughs> about that? Yeah, right <laughs> on,
1: man. Hey. I don't
2: think, like, bro. All
1: right. So, uh, as a creator, uh, which would mean more to you if a if you got a random person to cosplay your character or random fan art of your character?
2: Cosplay because I never had had it yet. I've had plenty of fan art, dopey fan art. Fan arts. So cosplay, in you know, a heartbeat. All right, Tyron,
1: I'm retired. As a question, I'm I was just tired. gonna
0: say the same thing. Do, you just need to get rid of that question at this point.
1: I'm retired. <laughs> I need to find I need to find, find something to replace fan art. Yo, man, fan art is fan art is cool, but it's like nobody, nobody picks nobody, fan art though. Nobody <laughs> picks fan art. And I think it's just because <laughs> you know the effort that cosplayers go into and. You know, seeing it in real life is a just another level. It's just another level. absolutely,
2: mm-hmm. <clears throat> absolutely. I yeah. want somebody to walk up with an Afro, with a red A on their shirt to my table look for an autograph. I flip that table over and hug that person like. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I'm gonna do it the first time I, I meet you, Kevin. I'm gonna do it. I promise you. you.
1: Don't even know. I and mean, then gonna have on San Francisco 49 shirt up under. Uh, yes, I will. <laughs> 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 yes, I damn will. <laughs> Oh, goodness. terrible! <laughs> terrible. Oh goodness. Man. Okay. Uh, question number three. Uh or I you might know, not like have 49ers. Okay. I'll have
0: the years that the Bills lost in the Super Bowl back to back to back, back to back.
2: That's okay. That I, okay. Really? really, really, that's that's what you that's what you gonna go. You gonna dig for that?
0: I'm petty when you bring up my Niners. I'm sorry. I'm petty. Okay. You gonna, you gonna dig for that? Okay. All
2: right.
1: I'm praying almost for lost
2: people because he not want to pay the taxes uh, go ahead
1: <laughs> i'm praying for both y'all uh, all right number three uh you like i uh you are a comic book collector and um i want to know what is your holy grail comic book if you could have one comic book in your collection what
2: would it be and why this might be my toughest one um ah, (laughs) um Mm -mm. first
1: oh Uh oh come on now
2: 20 seconds autograph first edition dark knight returns frank miller Oh wow! Okay, all right, all right. That's
1: a good one. Why? But why? I know we're about to run over time, but why? Why that one?
2: I think that was the first book <laughs> to me where where it it was different from everything else that I was like picking up at the time as a kid. Right now, I don't even know why they let me purchase that book, but it's like it was a book at the time. Like we're like, <laughs> like I at the wild cast the young blood the, the blood syndicate the you know static and the spider-man and stuff like that that was the first book i had in my possession besides Watchmen. where it's like that book like kind of changed my perspective on like there's different storytelling of uh, comic books okay. so yeah. remember, uh, Ooh, that was tough all right
1: that was, that was i i expected you to have something off the top of your head all right so um question number four Mm-hmm. Um, I saw on your Twitter that you recently okay. did a uh, a top your you listed your top video game, your best video game of all time of as Mass Effect Two. Now, Mass yes. Effect Two is a good video game. Yes, it but is. But it is not better than Super Mario sixty four. First of all, as a, first of all, man, hey, no, no don't do that. Super Mario sixty four is the greatest game that's ever been created.
2: Ever. this, this all, is I think it was the greatest game on coming,
1: 64.
2: This is coming from a per- person who thinks the greatest movie on earth
1: out yet. It. I didn't say. I said the great. I said the greatest. First of all, we're not talking about top five live yet. <laughs> yet, yeah. I said that he will act. The acting that he will put on in that movie will be one of his greatest performances. But. Tell me why you believe Mass Effect 2 is the greatest video game, and how would you make an Afro Avenger video game
2: In as 40, great as that? 45 seconds? In 45 seconds. Mass Effect 2, man, is the greatest video game on earth because the lore, the story, the progress, the creativity that you put into it, the game time, the side missions it is perfect all across the board. No matter what Danny J. Quick say and how I'll make the Afro Avenger video game, it will be similar to, you know, what Insomniac did with Spider-Man. It will be a world-traveling superhero to go from, you know, over the city or his neighborhood, fighting crime, doing that damn thing, upgrading his suit and side missions with nine seconds left. Let's go. Right, come on, man. Play. I like it. I like it a lot.
1: I like that a lot. Well, Spider-Man games
0: is better than Super Mario, dude. I mean,
1: come on. Stop it. Stop it. it Super so Mario 64 is the most groundbreaking. There would be no play. That, like, video games today would not exist without that game, first of all. Second of all, you can play a game. Anytime okay, wait wait,
2: game
1: wait, 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 Oh, I,
2: I so, get that. no, no. no I got this, Kyra. I know this is your show. I got this. <laughs> so, tag. So, there Mario, you go. <laughs> Mario 64, that game. Doesn't come out. It doesn't change video games today. Is what you are saying? Yes. Yes. No. Yes. That's what I'm saying. The impact that that, that game Street had. Uh huh. So forget Street Fighter. Yeah, go ahead. Forget Street Fighter. Forget Golden Eye. Like, like, for, just for, for, forget just Johnny, just forget Sega Channel, for, for, just Johnny. It's holy not for Tony nope. Hawk Pro Skater is better than Super Mario. Mario. That
1: <laughs> terrible controller. That terrible controller like, having that 3D, the the, the thumb.
0: If it wasn't for this, you did not right want here. to play the game because of that
2: controller. Like, bruh, like I'm not about I'm not about to have you blast blast all these other games because and because you enjoyed you, because you was able to work in controller for the first time in your life. <laughs> if it wasn't for that 3D, if that game did not work with that
1: 3D environment. And this thumb thing, mm-hmm. the, the modern video game would not exist, bro. I'm telling you. The the with, remember, of, Kevin, this is the man that says the Last Dragon
0: is one of the greatest films of all time. So no,
1: I said it's a perfect film. I didn't say it's one of the greatest. Of all
0: time.
2: No, you said you said that to me. It's one. what it Well, it Damn. might be. It might be. Damn. It might
1: be top ten all time.
2: Hold on. Hold but, on. I, I, told, I, told my, I told myself I wasn't gonna get this riled up this early. I will always respect your decision. No, but I won't. The, last, the <laughs> last Dragon will never be the most perfect film in anything.
1: It is a perfect film. From be- from beginning to end, it is a perfect film. You know I
0: think what, in the Ace Play universe, what? it won like an Oscar, didn't it?
2: Oh, man. I can't make that happen. <laughs> Don't do that. Don't do that. We'll, we'll, be, we'll be seeing that promotional art everywhere. Like, bruh, I can make
0: no. that canon. Every cover nope. has basically been a an homage to the last dragon. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> and
1: what's wrong with that? See? <laughs> um, okay, question so five. last No, this not is last not question. it's not this the not, last question. It's not the last question. not supposed to take this long. So, question five. Um, uh-huh. and this is the most important one. Um, okay. as you know, we do another show called Top Five Live. So, um, for quick takes, I always have our guests do a top five. I want to know. Who are your top five comic book artists? Greatest comic book artists of all time. Go.
2: Jim Lee, John Romita Jr. Jack Kirby. Todd McFarlane. You um
0: my felt. My felt.
1: Oh, really?
2: <laughs> uh, I said, Jim, you already. Yeah, you did. Yeah.
1: It's got
2: Greg Capullo. I like that game. Okay. Greg Capullo.
0: Oh, That's God, cool. what is... What is wrong with my friend's Dan Bethel in the chat talking about last dragon is Dan. Your oh
1: god damn.
2: Hey, it is he, Dan, knows, he Dan. No, knows. no, no, no. Don't don't feel bad. His he only doing that because his name is Dan, so they, they match names so they the agree on. Us, us Dan's got us Dan's
1: got to stick together. Dan's
0: oh. also said that he doesn't like Ghostbusters too, though. So was okay. that
2: a state to, be, to be to be to yeah. no. be no? Hold on, hold on. Wait a minute. To be fair, when you got to follow the first Ghostbusters. Come on, man. But to say you don't like Any- it. <laughs> okay. I, I, don't I've seen it. I don't
1: know if I've ever seen the, the second ghost
0: Part two was uh, when they made the Statue of Liberty come to life.
1: Yeah. And Bob was Bro. on the soundtrack. Yes.
0: That, that, song, that song was. All right. Yeah. Kind of Anyways. Kind of... uh, question six. Oh, okay. And I've been mean to you talking about your bill. So I want to be nice. As a, a football fan a Buffalo Bills fan, I want to know your top five favorite 49ers players.
2: <laughs> Joe Montana, Joe Montana, Joe Montana, Joe Montana, Joe Montana.
1: What the? Like,
2: oh. He spits hot fire. Like Joe Montana five times. He spits hot fire.
1: No.
2: He cool, it. hot fire. You know what? Elvis Dermak. No uh, wow. Wow. Uh, Whoa, uh, what? Oh, Barner. Hold on, let me see. Uh, let's see. I did my research too. Uh, Taylor Mays, uh, Rudy Foster, <laughs> Mike Rumpf, <laughs> Michael James. Mike Rumpf could play though, Tank Carradine. Uh, bro, you, you just Tank Carradine could go.
0: Tank Carity used to go. Jay, no.
2: Oh no, he's Jamie, right. Tank Carity, He's a real player. Jamie Winborn, man. Okay, yeah, yeah. AJ Jenkins. I can keep Ooh, going. AJ <laughs>
0: had potential, but he, I,
2: I, he... keep going. I, I keep going. You know. JJ Stokes. JJ Stokes was great. The, that, that's a no good one. No,
0: AJ Jenkins had potential, Be he just. But I, I do Joe,
2: Joe Montana, Jerry, of course. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Roger Craig. Okay. You know, Charles Haley, Ronnie Lott. Yeah. See? I mean, whatever. There you whatever. go. Whatever. That wasn't that bad, was it? That wasn't that bad. A, a bunch of dudes that was high in the 80s. 49ers ain't been great since, you know.
1: You could
0: have the... okay. yeah. just threw right. Colin Kaepernick in there just because. But,
2: you know. um, when's the last time the Bills went to the Super Bowl? When the last time the, uh, the uh, 49ers went deep no. playoff?
0: Just last year.
2: <laughs> One game away no from matter. the Super Bowl? No matter. Y'all yeah, still lost to them. <laughs> and the year before friends. that, when we were mm-hmm. in the
0: Super Bowl, I mean, what? what? Y'all
2: y- lost. still lost to the Patriots. We didn't. Doesn't but
0: matter. Doesn't matter. La- How many times have y'all lost to the Patriots?
1: Mm.
2: Mm. Tomato, tomato. Mm. You bringing a, a stuff. Lot of
0: teams,
1: bring, a lot of teams have lost. You really so. bringing So, ain't bringing a bowl stuff? A bowl All stuff.
0: right.
2: We right. get a quarterback to throw for three thousand yards.
0: God, Trey Lance this <laughs> year He's going to throw for three thousand yards. Watch. Okay. Watch. I, I would love to see that. <laughs> I would love Watch. to see
1: Trey Lance throw for three thousand. Watch.
0: All right. Okay. Anyways, before we let you go, because that's the end of our show. Is there anything you want to tell our guests about your books, upcoming work,
2: things like that? Oh, as far as the Afro Avenger, will be out this October. The Movement Part 2 will be out in November. The first, back to back. Both those books will be out back to back. Check me out at Mr. Chap Daddy on IG. And, you know, for Danny, you know what I'm saying? Since he took it easy, you know what I mean? I'm writing this new story about um Afro Avenger's number one fan. Mm-hmm. And you know, hold on, can I see that? Is my screen uh, too bright. Hold on. My too screen bright. too bright. Hold on. Too bright. Afro Avenger's number one fan, you know. Nice. Wow. <laughs> you know.
0: Wow. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so you know be what? On, the Ace Avenger. You <laughs> be on the lookout. You know
1: what?
2: Be on the lookout for, you know, the, the kick, the kick, the, the kick boxer who didn't know, you know, his face was fixed, you know, uh, <laughs> look out for that, uh, you know, also be on the lookout for the actual Mike Tyson show that's coming out this month, not the fictitious movie by Jay Fox is coming out. Never, <laughs> um, you know, follow me, Mr. Chat Daddy on IG, Mr. Chat Daddy on Twitter. Me on Facebook. mike tyson said not to watch that show first of all mike tyson says a lot of things he's been punched in the head
1: 2000 <laughs> <laughs> mike tyson said they stole his story and they did not have permission to make it
2: first of all it's mike tyson mike tyson did a mystery show with a ghost as cartoon like we're not about to question what mike tyson does.
1: <laughs> we really need to talk though. about how I'm mike tyson
2: ready.
0: we really need to talk about how mike tyson revitalized his career in acting Bro. Like, After not make, on, being in a fight for, Legend, what, man. 20 years? Well,
2: he fought Roy Jones We an
1: exhibition. <laughs> I am. He tried to kill Roy Jones. Are we going to
0: talk about the Logan Paul and, uh, and Money fight, too, then? I mean, we do we count
2: that as an actual fight? Let me tell you something. I, them checks clear. Okay, okay if, yeah, let, let right. me tell you something. If if that check clear, Logan Paul about to hit Floyd Mayweather with, with the most technician uppercut in boxing history. <laughs> Period. Floyd better not lose to this man. I promise you. First it was Nate Robinson, then it was Tyson Woodley. Like I'm tired of people telling them they're gonna knock out Logan Paul for the culture. Like dude, Mm-mm. just getting now he
0: going into wrestling. That's just that's crazy. I, I ain't
2: gonna front like his WrestleMania entrance was dope as hell. I ain't gonna sit up here and lie to nobody. <laughs> that that entrance was, was fire. I ain't gonna sit up here and lie to nobody. All right, I'll give you. I'll give him that. All
1: right, Danny, right, where, where can we find well, for, you at? Go, I gotta, oh. I gotta, I gotta hit you with something real quick. All right, as a graphic designer, um, I oh, hate your logo. I hate your logo. Okay, I hate you know, hate my logo. Afro, I hate the Afro Avenger logo. That's cool. To be honest with you, I said to myself, if I ever had the chance, I was going to make you something, and I did, okay? So, I put together a little logo for Astro <laughs> Avenger, and uh, Kyron, do you got it? Uh,
0: Yeah, just give me a, I forgot to do this. Hold on, I'm just going to share, I'm going to
1: share, no, share my I got story. it, I got it I got it. got it, I got it. Okay. I got it. And this is, this is for me to you, because I respect you so much. Legit, um, you know, anytime you need it, anytime you need, you know, a logo oh. or any design or anything like that, let me know. This isn't a, this isn't the 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 uh, the end goal, but I'm telling you, I'm willing to do a logo for you. Um, so just to just to show my gratitude for you supporting all these years, and um, you know, always always coming with the comedy, um, I'm, I want to do a, a Afro Avenger logo for you. And um, you know, just hit me up.
2: You know what? That's 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 nice, man. I appreciate. it. <laughs> 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 Terrible.
0: You know, what? I Terrible. like this. I also like this because it's red and gold. I love that. Yeah. I love
2: that. I mean, you know, like I I wasn't gonna say nothing. We can change the colors. We can change the colors. <laughs> no, you're not changing just, that I, color. I like. <laughs> I to, like. I've been drawing Afro bench for I just had to like look off like, did he ever wear go? <laughs> <laughs> but it looks
0: amazing with that. It looks clean. Dope. It, look, it looks,
2: it looks dope.
0: amazing. <laughs> I I I want this. I'm, I'm gonna get this tattooed.
2: <laughs> you get you get that you get that tattoo, man. I'm, I'm gonna get, you know, how many draft picks the 49ers gave, gave up a, a trailing. Is tattooed on my on my chest man. Wow. Terrible. Terrible. Oh, man. Anyway. A, the future for South Dakota State. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right.
0: We can change Yo, the colors. When we holding up when I, we holding up our sixth trophy, don't say nothing please. Just, yeah, that's, just that's
2: that's true. Just give our you can hold six. You can hold the best six trophy when my grandchildren are born, but you know like now
0: Nah, I ain't We'll still get one before the Bills do. That's all that matters.
2: Listen, the Raiders who don't even exist no more got a better chance of winning the Super Bowl. <laughs> the San Francisco 49ers. Thank you. Terrible. Wow. That's all right, Danny. Terrible.
0: This show's over. Right. Where can we find you, Danny? <laughs>
1: I'm done with him. If you want to find me, the best place to look is our website, Um, We are opening our skate room in two weeks. Um, we are testing it out today and tomorrow. Um, but also if you want to find me on social media at the Ace Blade everywhere where can people find you Kyron
0: um, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram Facebook and and TikTok at Tours Comics um, or you can find my personal account at Kyron 49 because I do it like that um, but if you want to maybe check out old episodes 49ers, of-
1: for 49ers. I just got that I just all these years I never knew the 49 was for 49 I didn't know <laughs> I get it now I understand I li- I literally never got that it was for the 49ers until this very second
2: I mean Danny you should have known that his favorite quarterback <laughs> is Giovanni Carmazzi. <laughs> the,
0: the the fact that we gave we bypassed Tom Brady for Carmanzi still kills me to this day.
2: Oh, Tom man. Brady
0: wanted to be a 49er. He grew up in the Bay. Man. Anyways, if you want to check out old episodes of the Four Tales podcast, you can go to foretailspodcast.com. That's the number four, T A L E S podcast.com. Uh, join us next week, though, when we have uh, Vicinia Lindsay on the show. I'm pretty sure it won't be as heated as this. Dang, he just, he just flexing on us right now. Ooh,
1: wow,
0: I'm not flexing, whatever. I'm promoting,
2: it, I'm trying to be like Danny. I'm just not talking.
0: Okay, hold on, hold on. All right, let's do this better. All right, go ahead, go ahead, do it again. Go ahead,
2: go. movement issue one. Grab that, you know, be restocking, you know, Afro Avenger books next month. Afro Avenger issue one, grab that. Afro issue four two. Two. Yeah. Bam, okay. Bam, one of my favorite covers. The Illmatic homage the Illmatic. cover. One of the greatest, greatest rap albums of all time. Bam, issue oh, wow. five. We didn't even mention oh. that
0: Thursday was the, the 49th anniversary of hip-hop. Damn it. I'm yeah. Mention that. Yeah.
2: Boom. Yeah. Okay, number six. Number again. seven. Homage to the Death Row Uh, Source Magazine cover. Issue seven. I like the food. There yeah. you go. I like the food. Bam, issue eight. Afro Avenger dethroned. Issue nine and ten, baby. Okay.
0: Uh all right. right I think 11, it's time I for I uh the next episode already. Damn. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> Terrible.
2: All right. But until next time, say let me say this until until next time, you know, I'm gonna show you how much Danny has been supporting the Afro Vendor. Right. I'm gonna show you how much he's been supporting the Afro vendor because I've been following Danny. I I, I I made sure I kept track of this just in case this ever came up. I've been following the Ace Blade since, since November of 2021. This man just followed me this morning because I was joining the podcast. <laughs> I, didn't know.
1: I didn't know that I wasn't following you on Instagram. I
2: don't, I don't use Instagram.
1: You know, I do not use Instagram. A, All right, y'all. We'll see y'all next, we'll see y'all next week. We'll cut, hey, when you edit it, cut that last part out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, signara, goodbye, and please take care of yourselves.
1: Music provided by my brother, Quick's Made It. Find him online in YouTube, Instagram, and SoundCloud. I want to know what it is Quick is trying to say.